Agenda-setting conversations of the day. Well, confirmation this week that NASFAS, the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, had paid out around 5 billion rand to 40,000 students who didn't qualify for the money. And from what I can see, different things may have been happening here. In some cases, students of parents who had incomes above the threshold for funding, they were submitting their grandparents' financial details so they could qualify for funding. What do you do now? I wonder also, or I worry rather, if maybe there's been something systemic in all of this as well. Kaiser Chaniachos, the spokesperson for the Special Investigating Unit, they've been investigating all of this. Kaiser, good morning. And it's an old joke, but welcome back to the SABC. Good morning and good morning to your listeners, Stephen. So these are students who, the lawyers will probably tell us, probably committed an act of fraud. But if you're a young person, you qualify for tertiary education, you've worked hard, got good matric results, but you can't afford it. Well, the temptation to do this, to sort of fudge the papers, to use your grandparents' financial details, the temptation to do that must be huge. What are you going to do now? Yeah, definitely it will be very big, the temptation. But the problem here is we are dealing with facts. And the facts are that you have the family has to earn uh, less than 350,000 rand a year. And therefore, when you have applied and the family can, we can prove that your family is any more than that. Therefore, we are, we then have to say that you got that unlawfully. But what we have, we are going to do going forward, Stephen, is that we are going to go to each and every one of the 40,000 plus students to understand their circumstance so that we are in a position to know what next to do because we don't want to come up with a statement that just says all of what they did is fraudulent because circumstances might be different. 40,000 cases. I mean, that's a large number of people. No, definitely. It's, it's a lot of, of people, and, and that is only between uh, 2018 and 2021. We, we were even, when we were doing the investigation, we realized that we might even have to go back to 2013. Sure. Um. A lot of these students, I mean, you'd want to get the money back or you want to get the money back from the institutions, but that's probably going to be impossible. I think the money might just be gone. That, that will determine at a later stage because we've got to differentiate between the money that was given to students and the money that was given to institutions. Because in as far as institutions are concerned, there are institutions that were given money uh, for students, but those students never uh, went to school in those uh, institutions. Therefore, that money, they have got to bring it back. As you might have seen, we've already gotten money from three institutions that, that have given back to the, uh, the about 38 million rand. Therefore, we, we, when it comes to students, we'll deal with each case on a case-by-case basis and understand because where we find that it was a syndicate that was doing all of this deliberately therefore we'll have to refer that to the npa for prosecution but also we understand that we're going to find that some of the students have, have qualified but they are not working they are, they've got the mm-hmm. qualification but they are not working we've got to deal with that situation but all of that will determine when we get to that point okay the issue of syndicates so there is evidence then that syndicates were involved, that some people, this is different to, you know, a student using their grandparents' details, that some people were systematically milking the system. Is that right? Yes, we, we have got uh, some glimpse of that. And, and not only that, also in the area of accommodation of students, because that is another area that we are getting into. Uh, we have already seen that there are syndicates that are working and are, and are colluding with with, with 
the students to who, who might not even be staying at these accommodations, but they, they have signed for them and they claim the money as if they are staying at the accommodation. It seems that, and this is a terrible thing to say, but that the higher education segment actually has a huge scope for corruption. And I mean, part of this is NISFIS. They should be checking, right? Well, definitely they should be checking. That is why we did systemic recommendations. And one of the recommendations was that they, their system must be linked to Home Affairs, must be linked to SARS, must be linked to SASA, and which they have done now. Because when you punch the information of Stephen Krutus, you must know who Stephen Krutus' parents are, and then you can know from SARS how much they are earning because they do the returns. Thank you very much indeed. Kaiser Kanyako, spokesperson for the Special Investigating Unit. Well, big issue there. I don't know if you've got a view on whether the students should be charged with fraud or not. I mean, the syndicate's obvious, then you must. Um, but the other cases, I don't know what you think. I mean, where you stand on this? And I know students' organizations say the problem is the missing middle. Well, we've known that for a long time. Is committing fraud the answer? Would you do it if you knew it would change your life and the life of your family for the better for a very long time? It's a very tricky one.